That's me. Oh, uh, let's break it down. Orange juice. From 2K something something. Played by Michael B. Jordan. And yes, that's a real thing. I know. <laughs> What's real? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan playing a character in one of the 2K games that forms the duo Orange Juice with the player character. Uh, mm. Has enough time passed that people in sports can evoke uh, OJ imagery? I don't think enough time OJ has passed. OJ imagery? Yeah. Did it, he didn't take all of Orange Juice down with him. Yeah, big orange juice was Delta just fucking death blow the day that that Ford Bronco <laughs> went on the run. As evident by uh, Andrew's Google Hangout icon, OJ still yeah. going strong. He did not kill OJ. I don't know. I mean, but that's what if they did. I killed OJ. <laughs> yeah. If I did it. And doing it is, in this instance, killing OJ Simpson. You'd probably be acquitted. Damn. <laughs> Fucking mob justice. Uh, it's great. Hasn't led to problems at all in modern society. No. God, we're, we're getting to some heavy shit on episode 100 of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on August 4th, 2020. Guys, did you ever think we'd make it this far? No. No. <laughs> I thought I thought, you know, maybe we'd be done by June. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like very very quickly, like at the beginning I realized, you know, this was going to go on for a long time, but when we first started doing it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this will be a fun thing to do for 2 weeks." <laughs> maybe 4. And here we are, 100 episodes later! Oh, shit! Yeah. What do we have to make the 100th episode the greatest episode ever? Garbage! <laughs> oh, we have nothing. No, I mean, like, there's there's a whole lot, but it's garbage. Oh, it's, it's garbage topics. It's been a bad, long day. Axios interview was kind of interesting. That was at least the first thing I saw when I woke yeah, up. At least someone's putting Trump to task. Yeah. Uh, some good memes out of that. Um, yeah. Just like simultaneously was like cathartic because it was this dude kind of just like, not like yelling at him and being like, look, you are so clearly wrong here and <laughs> I can prove it. And then watching Trump just make up his own shit, you know. It was. It had its charm. The name of the interviewer is escaping me, but him looking at Trump's bullshit graphs has become a just, really good meme. Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's fantastic. <laughs> looking down confusion. and then looking yeah. back up, completely perplexed. But he's like the world. <laughs> Wait, the world? What? The world? <laughs> like, and then at the end, the he's like, and, and oh, cases, oh. cases and deaths are down in Florida. He's like, in Florida, it's yeah. down. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, that's up my briefing yesterday. <laughs> he was literally, wait, in Florida? 
Because like he, he tried to hide it, right? He tried to slip it in there. He was doing a bunch yeah. of like Republican governed states, like it was <laughs> Arizona, Texas, Florida, and it took him like a second, and then he was like, "Wait, in Florida? Like, no, that's not true. You're just naming states that are governed by Republicans." And oh god, I feel like this slipped by without us talking about it as much as we should have. But um, yeah. Like, it has since come out that the Trump administration's response to this was more or less the reason they didn't do anything at the start, or at least a part of the reason, was because they thought it would only hit blue states and that it would be politically advantageous for them to let Americans die. Yep. Yay. That's genocide, right? They, they did a genocide? It's, uh... It's not great. <laughs> is it doing a gen- do you have to be competent in order to carry out a genocide is the problem? I think it's I think it's less of a genocide and just I mean like if if they had, you know, started the virus, then <laughs> then that's a genocide. Um I think knowing that it was going to kill people of like certain groups and allowing it to happen is like one step removed from a genocide. <laughs> But, it didn't work out that way. Like if it, yeah, if it had successfully targeted blue states, killing people in blue states, then it, mm-hmm. it's definitely getting more, more up that genocide scale. But because of their sheer incompetence, they didn't realize that. No, of course this was going to infect all people. It didn't care whether you were a Republican or a Democrat. And fun fact, even in the bluest and the reddest of states, there's still like thirty-five to forty percent. <laughs> the opposite party like, yep yep and it's not gonna matter that much you're still gonna um, be killing a lot of people that are your voter base so let's say you know someone on your street uh his house catches on fire and you know you're in the fire department but nobody likes that guy or at least you don't you know like i'm not gonna put out that fire fuck that guy except then the fire spreads and then it spreads to the whole fucking street and then your neighborhood burns down <laughs> yeah um i you know what i'm gonna go with the spider-man argument on this one choosing to do nothing when you have the ability to do something means that you're kind of on the hook for some of those consequences Oh, they're on the hook. Yeah, no, they're on the hook. I yeah. think I think me and Andrew are in agreement. <laughs> they might fall short of genocide, but no, that's absolutely. But they're still responsible. A crime, like <laughs> Let, a serious, what? serious crime. Did they light that guy's house on fire? No, but they allowed every other goddamn house to burn down. Yeah, in a way, they kind of lit the neighboring houses on fire. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we are today. Like, do does does anyone legitimately think that like the United States could have been like New Zealand at this point? No. Mm-mm. But like, could we have been like most of Europe? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we we could be in a very Germany position right now. Yeah. I, it wouldn't have taken much. It seems like either more competent leadership, uh, giving people more money to incentivize them not to leave their homes go out and work stronger mask mandates protection just having a federal testing plan and not leaving it to the states to the point where the states are actively bidding against one another for supplies yeah (laughs) the bare minimum like you're talking about advanced shit lucas (laughs) even the bare minimum could have gotten us to a much better place than we are today and that was not accomplished so yeah 
I distinctly remember, I think it was maybe like week two of this podcast when we realized that like, even way back then, this had already been like magnitudes of 9-11s of people dead. And now we are still... Thousands of people are dying a day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're approaching just to 9-11 a day. Mm. Remember when we were like... Oh man, this has been like five nine elevens. That's really bad. But we're <laughs> seventy five nine so, elevens yeah, later. So far <laughs> past that. <sighs> <sighs> Fuck me. Fuck all of us. Yep. So that was yep. the first thing I saw today <laughs> when I woke up. The second thing that I saw today, after like you know absorbing that and being like, "Wow, that was rough." Oh no, what's this next thing? Uh, was seeing people react to the body camera footage from before George Floyd was arrested. No, oh, where God, like yeah. he was like crying and they were yelling at him and trying to get him in the car and he didn't want to and you could tell he was breaking down. And then they were like, like harassing people on the streets for filming them. And the response that I saw overwhelmingly was, wow, they lied to us. George Floyd clearly resisting and, you know, trying to hurt these officers deserves to die. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how anyone could see that and think, wow, this changes how I, like, perceived that interaction. I mean, it's... When they were saying, like, the, new- the media lied to us. This was all a hoax. See, George Floyd was evil. They were completely justified for how they handled the situation. Like, no. What are you watching? What are you watching? They're, they didn't watch the original video. Like, they, they are probably only seeing this body cam footage. So in their head, in like, the, the, he continued to struggle. They pinned him to the ground and, like, you know, but he and then he just somehow back. died. He was just crying and didn't want to get in the car. I, I know, mm-hmm. Andrew. I, know, I, I see. So I mad. see. But that you can you can admit that that's definitely a sympathetic take on the on the body cam footage, like that he was you know just clearly having a mental break and you know was was not in the right place and therefore not in the right mindset in order to properly like go through this arrest. Mm-hmm. That's that, that I agree with you, but it's definitely a sympathetic mindset and these people are not going to have a sympathetic mindset. So in their eyes, he's very clearly resisting arrest, doing all these things. And then they never saw the original footage. So they think it's a lot less egregious than it is. And if someone just pieced it together and then continued the body cam footage to the cell phone footage, uh, yeah. No, there's no one that could possibly say that any of that was justified or warranted in even the slightest bit. So, yeah. That's what it really is. Yeah. It's And, and they're probably, <sighs> a lot of them are acting in bad faith and legitimately like seeking a way to make an argument uh, that it was justified. Absolutely. While ignoring yeah. the original footage that came out. So... Hot take. Resisting arrest shouldn't be an additional charge or crime. That That is the epitome of a human reaction to yep. detainment. I, I don't know how anyone... To a certain point, right? No, yeah, I agree. Well, like if they're, I'm assuming with a weapon, things yeah, start to get a oh, little right. bit more... Oh, right. There is right. a but, difference but between then, running then away assault and... assault of an officer, like, just, like, because struggling, you know, not wanting to be yeah. thrown on the ground that is resisting arrest saying no, I, I don't want to be arrested is resisting arrest 
Yeah. I, I agree with you there. Right. There, there probably needs to be a line somewhere, but it's definitely not wriggling on the ground as they try to put handcuffs on you. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but, in some countries, like, trying to escape from prison is not an additional sentence. Because that's considered, like, human yeah, response to just, being caged. Mm-hmm. But even, it's, like, you can be charged with resisting arrest for not even resisting physically in any sort of way. And it doesn't have to be in the cuffing process. If a cop approaches you, you know, let's say they stopped you on the side of the road for speeding or, let's face it, nothing. And then, you know, as you get out of the car, you're not under arrest. You're not being detained, anything like that. You're having a conversation. He says, you're under arrest. And you say, why? He says, because you're under arrest. And you say, no, now you are resisting arrest and you are being arrested for resisting arrest. And it blows my mind every single time I see this interaction happens, but I've seen it happen 30 different times. And it blows my mind every single time. It's like, you cannot arrest someone for resisting arrest because then there is no reason you were arresting them. It's the bootstrap paradox. Mm. I fucking hate it, man. I've been watching too much dark. <laughs> That's immediately where my mind goes. Well, like, did the resisting arrest come first? Or, like, the arrest itself that created the res- resisting arrest? It doesn't make sense. How can this person be someone's mom and daughter at the same time? Oh, no. Bootstrap paradox. Womp. Dark. Womp. Dark in a nutshell. Jade sent me a funny TikTok and asked that we talk about it on this episode of the podcast. Oh, Oh, wow. And didn't tell Andrew about it? No, I, I was there when she sent it. I said, this is my new favorite TikTok format or, like, tiktok creator i'm not on tiktok uh jade jade is on tiktok and i listen to her listen to tiktoks a lot and uh my new favorite tiktok dude is uh the one that she sent lucas because i asked her to because i don't have i don't have a way of sending tiktoks because i don't have one is his entire shtick just preparing things haphazardly yes oh um it's this dude in china who plays the same song every single time and is like 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 i preparing foods with like industrial equipment and like dishwashers and like just lighting things on fire and throwing giant like grills he like scaled a fish with a backhoe Rip, breaking <laughs> apart vegetables with his bare hands and throwing yep. it into a wok yeah kicking giant jugs of oil throwing the walk like a like across the block <laughs> i don't i don't know how to describe it in a way that like actually seems funny you think that might be because it's not actually but if it's oh, your jam, good no. for you right now it's funny <laughs> here we go it's chainsaw man in reverse oh my god andrew how good was that most recent chapter it was fine. You're right. Oh, so no. fucking good. Lucas, you need to go in on it. Well, yeah, these TikToks, no, 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 no. Andrew, here. Andrew, these TikToks, they're just bad. Like, <laughs> that's literally not how I describe Chainsaw Man. You asked for examples <laughs> of why it was bad, and I explained why I didn't think it did a very good job of any of the things it was trying to do. No. And then, and then you're like, why are you just saying it's bad? But, but I had just described like three different 
concrete examples. I can play Give back three different concrete examples of why the TikTok is bad. I can play back the tape, Andrew. We have it recorded, and you I know, opened and I listened to it again to make sure that it. I. I you, didn't, like, actually do that. You framed it as, like, here are three dumb things. Frame it, the TikTok, three dumb things about the TikTok. Um, God, where do I even start? Uh, <laughs> I, you, okay, it, for, first off, you're not going to hurt my feelings by not liking the TikTok, because it is a TikTok that I watched and I went, ah, that's funny. Send that to Lucas. <laughs> Why would you? Mm. Why? Why would you ever think I'd like that? I'd never <laughs> like that. I'd never like that. If anything, it'd be something more like this. Oh, <laughs> uh, I miss Auntie you Donna. Grossly overestimated Lucas's interest in silly TikToks, Andrew, and you will pay for your sins with your life. So the. Do you want to hear a text conversation that Lucas and I had last night? Yes! Leak the DMs! Yeah! What did you think of the new chapter? <laughs> Me. I thought it was fine. Lucas. Right? Truly a masterclass in storytelling <laughs> that managed not only to meaningfully resolve the arc of a tragic character, but also plant the seeds of future world building without sacrificing the moment-to-moment action. And then I responded with a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas responded, you're damn right. Thumbs up. Don't pretend like that thumbs up isn't super passive aggressive. <laughs> Both no, of y'all no, were being no, insanely passive aggressive, passive aggressive in that conversation. Lucas had a conversation with himself. Yeah, mm. which is passive aggressive. And mm. then you're <laughs> And I responded up. passive aggressively. <laughs> yeah. You could... <laughs> You could have had any kind of reaction or take to this piece of media you consumed. Lucas, he did have a reaction or take. He just didn't want to say it to you because he knew it wouldn't go well. Well. I promise you Andrew had a take more than just it was fine. He just doesn't want to say it because he knows it's not going to go well for you two. Give me the take, Andrew. No. No. (laughs) Don't do it. Andrew, don't. It's a trap. (laughs) We're not doing this again. Andrew, give me your take. I, I want to know your opinions. Especially since if I said, you know, I thought it was fine because they did this well and they didn't do this well. And I thought that, you know, blankety blank at the end of blank was, you know, cheap and didn't truly live up to expectations of blank. You would just say like, God, can't you like ever give an, a fucking reason? Just say you don't <laughs> like it and leave. Jesus Christ. It's unavoidable. This was this was such a mistake to have Andrew read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> I would have never guessed that it would become the main source of discord in <laughs> the podcast. We'll find something new. Give yeah, it we'll time. find something else to break us apart. How long until Tenet comes out? How long until uh, Yoko Ono enters someone's life? Yeah. Oh my god, am I Yoko? <laughs> You're not Yoko. You've been here from the beginning. True. Okay, so we need to get a fourth podcast member that's going to uh, somehow divide us more than we already have been. <laughs> a fourth, a fourth podcast member that highlights our subtle differences in policy thoughts uh, 
beyond just like, wow, it's really fucked up what the police are doing. And wow, Trump sure is incompetent. <laughs> that, that'll be the downfall. <laughs> Why do we focus on the discord? These podcasts are 90% us agreeing with each other. And then let's be frank, mostly nitpicking or just like having profoundly different to the point where we really can't even get into it reactions to media like yeah it we're not we're not going at it and when we are it's mostly kfab with kid kid gloves kfab with kid gloves name Hmm. of the episode episode doesn't have names it's the 100th episode it's special oh this one has a name Uh. episode 100 it does kind of sum up all of the podcasts. Yeah. Kid with kids' gloves. Yeah. Nothing nothing too personal. No pants story uh, in on the podcast. Nothing that could leak through KFAB. Who do you think uh, was hurt worse? Uh, me fr- uh, hurt, being hurt by Lucas due to the pants story or Lucas being hurt by me due to Chainsaw Man? <laughs> you. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lucas, I, I guess Lucas we'll has definitely. Like, we'll see like Lu- three or four years from now. But Lucas has definitely internalized the boy. Andrew's opinion really does not matter. <laughs> like he's not engaging with this media, and that's the only reason he doesn't like it. I think that's been internalized sufficiently to the point where it can't like actually affect his opinion. And I, I don't think you did that, Andrew, with the pants <laughs> thing. I think you were like, ah, shit. <laughs> I respect Lucas's opinion on creativity, and therefore. <laughs> It's really cutting me deep here. <laughs> also, again, heart. you asked me to insult you. <laughs> you asked me to read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been upset about that. Like, I don't... I'm not angered by any of your reactions. I just want to have a discussion about them, and you don't seem willing to do that for some reason. Why are we back to this? <laughs> I gave you reasons. (laughs) I gave you all of my analysis of what Chainsaw Man was, and you just ignored all of it. You don't want to have a discussion with them because it's not worth the headache that is going to go happen when you lay out your opinions. Like right now, like you, when you say it's fine, that's you being like, "Mm, not biting. I'm not taking the bait. Like (laughs) this is this is going to be a whole thing if I say my actual opinions. So that's why he's not. Uh, actually engaging in a discussion anymore. It sounds like you guys did it once, and uh, that was it. Like, after the first initial reaction. So, Chainsaw Man. Who could have thought? How many friendships has Chainsaw Man ended? (laughs) At least one. (laughs) I knew that was coming. God, what what manga should I get Andrew to read next? Don't start Andrew. One Piece, Andrew. Andrew Recommend you one. You're not ready for One Piece, Andrew. Don't do it. I I don't want to read One Piece. <laughs> Good. Don't. You had me watch a couple episodes of the anime once, and it was awful. I feel like you should read it now, though, to just, just to spite Lucas and say that it's really good. No, I did that <laughs> once, and we're still getting, like getting over it. No, do the opposite. Lucas doesn't like One Piece, so you should read Lucas it and loves say... One Piece. Oh, this one Piece really is really good. Oh, damn it. And What's would, one you don't like? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, 
Mm. They're all Lucas likes every fucking manga he's ever yeah. read. They're um, like choosing children. I can't. They're all equally loved. So, mm. Mm. you had to have read one for work that you don't like. <sighs> Shield Hero. Yeah, probably. Shield I, Hero I'm expecting an ex- like an example that we talked about on the podcast. Um, I'm expecting a 1,500 word essay about why Shield Hero is the best manga ever. <laughs> written by andrew clark to really i refuse and like, to do so dive really deep into like the themes presented and like what makes it superior to chainsaw man and one piece that's what i want andrew really really put some kerosene on this fire i think <laughs> i think we've got a snapshot of just everything that the quarantine cast has been so far in this 100th episode, which makes it a pretty damn good 100th episode. So let's move on to a clap sync and wherever the fuck this goes in the wacky post roll. Sick burn, bro. Yeah, dude, your burns are so sick. Everyone knows that. Mm. You got MRSA. You have MRSA? Sick burns. Is MRSA from... I guess it could be from burns. In, in your case, when you drop flaming hot peeps on your hands. <laughs> flaming hot peeps is the name <laughs> of my rap group. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You done it. You done it. Flaming hot peeps. What's your what's your number one single that propels you to stardom? Mercer Burns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. Have you gotten any infection? No. No, <laughs> no totally blood poisoning? Fine. Nope. Totally fine. That was that was a little methinks he doth protest too much. I don't know. Is it gonna leave a scar? Hmm. Hmm. A little too early to tell. I don't think so. Like, Sexy scar on your hand. They, they've already, like, the burns have pretty much faded. There's, like, a little pink. So I, I think I'll be I'll think I'll think be fine. What if you've got uh, those sexy scars? The ladies go crazy. Yeah. They, they love just oblong-shaped scars on the palm of your hand <laughs> and your fingers. Makes you mysterious. <laughs> Don't ever tell the real story. <laughs> Gotta come up with something a lot cooler. There was a puppy trapped in a burning building, and I had to grab onto a lead pipe that was blocking the way, which I was, was very hot. I was up in the Kodiak wilderness, and a, a grizzly mother uh, was stalking me <laughs> to feed and- her starved cubs, and I had to create a fire to ward them off as quickly as possible and through my frozen flesh i accidentally struck the match a little too close and ended up 
with severe burns all over my hand, but was able to craft a makeshift torch weapon and beat the grizzly in single combat, and then realized that we could be allies in this wilderness, and went on the hunt together, and uh, I survived that winter of 2016. This dickhead college professor was hiding medallion I needed to find the Ark of the Covenant, so I set a bar on fire, and then I reached out to grab it as he ran away, but I forgot to account for the fact that the fire heated up the medallion so it burned my hand. I don't want to be the Nazi in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. See how many women like in our age group would immediately recognize the Indiana Jones reference. Oh. Like like, I don't know that I would immediately recognize that reference. (laughs) I've seen those movies a few times. I found out that like only one person I work with who is older than me has seen any Seinfeld and that's that's a disappointment. Wait, that's older or that's younger? That one person that is like uh, four years older than me is the only other person I work with who has seen an episode of Seinfeld. Wow, it's kind of depressing, right? I feel like everyone should have at least seen one episode. I wouldn't blame you if you haven't like binged the whole series, but like no, definitely, everyone's got to have seen like the contest, right? <laughs> the contest, Soup Nazi. Yeah, there's uh, so many references they're missing out on in pop culture. Parking lot episode, Chinese restaurant episode. There are a lot of good episodes of Seinfeld, guys. You're missing out. Yeah. That's we're talking to you, listener. You're missing out. Watch it on Hulu. Yeah. I think it's still on Hulu. I don't know. Is that on HBO Max yet? I don't know, man. I don't follow Seinfeld. <laughs> It's too normy. Jerry Seinfeld did invent normcore accidentally. <laughs> I thought that was Andrew. Oh, that's right. No, I didn't he, he made it. it. I just perfected it. Uh, according, according to you, Jerry Seinfeld is like your your uh, your your prophet, and uh, you're just merely merely the Jesus Christ of normcore. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I finally, I finally saw the uh, trailer for uh, an American pickle, and it's good. No, I'm worried it funny. might be funny parts in the trailer. That's true. I hate when they do that. But yeah, it looks decent. The, the little, the little fist pump. Um, old Seth Rogen does when he finds out that uh, it was a Jewish person who cured polio is is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fun. What would what would you guys say to your? I guess I I don't know. Do you guys know your great grandparents? No. Oh, I did. So I guess I would. Oh. Know somewhat. Good for you. Yeah, but I guess great great would be more. I mean, great great would put a more in our time period because Seth Rogen's a generation older than us. So really, it'd be like us having a conversation with our great great grandparents, who I definitely did not know. I think I would ask them if, like, hey, if I go back to the Netherlands, is, like, anything waiting for me there? Like, my treasure or what? Yeah, you know, treasure, oh, land, okay. beef, anything. I feel like you could find out if there's, like, land waiting for you. That seems like a thing you could do without talking to your great-great-grandparents. That's fair. But, well, yeah, like, buried treasure that they buried, that's probably not... 
That's what Netherlands is famous for, right? Buried treasure. Mm. Burying treasure for their ancestors to discover. Also, but, like, you would be just one of a, like, how many great-great-grandchildren? Like, when you're getting that far removed, why would you be special to them, you know? Well, I mean, like, I think, I, I don't know how far up this goes. I know that my grandfather was the oldest in his family. My dad was the oldest uh, of, like, his siblings. And, like, I'm the oldest of my siblings. So, like, I might be in line for something. <laughs> that's that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but sure. Not the oldest son, right? The actual oldest? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. A little less fucked up. Should probably still be split, but, you know. No, probably. Well, like, that's the beef that I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm worried about getting all that Dutch beef. <laughs> like, it means something different. Are we, uh, we, Dutch are... beef is the second single for uh, <laughs> Flamin' Hot Peeps. <laughs> we are already over half an hour. We cannot afford to do another spiral. Um, yeah. Thank you all Marissa so much. Marissa Burns and Dutch beef. Listen now. Out on iTunes. Mm. iTunes is dead, actually. Never mind. <laughs> I'm on Spotify. Yeah, there you go. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, thank you all so much for listening for 100 episodes. Um, looking like we're going to give you 100 more, unfortunately. But uh, hey, at least I can brighten up this hellscape. Uh, if you are financially able to do so, please check out the Act Blue link in the description of this episode. Make a donation. Goes to a collection of great causes. Um, yeah, talk to you tomorrow. And stay safe out there. Goodbye.